Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Influencer Podcast. I am really excited to chat today about this topic as it's one that I have never spoken about on this podcast, which is crazy because this podcast has been around since 2017. And it is actually, um, we're coming up on our anniversary of the podcast. It's actually going to be next week. So I have some really exciting things coming up next week for that episode to celebrate six years of the Influencer Podcast, which is just crazy. But with that said today, it kind of blew my mind that I have never talked about this, especially over the last few years when I have been doing more and more of it. And that is, of course, speaking. So I started keynote speaking back in 2017. And then, of course, when COVID hit, a lot of that went virtually. But over the past couple of years, have started to get back on actual stages. And I have learned a lot from working with renowned keynote coaches to presentation, to articulation, to voice, to pacing, to really really understanding your audience and the room and who you're trying to serve, to falling flat on my face, not literally, but figuratively in a lot of this. I have been around the block now when it comes to speaking, and I do feel that I have a lot to share when it comes to this. And so today, I'm going to be sharing with you all what my strategy really is when it comes to prepping and planning for speaking, what my process is, some really important questions that I make sure to ask um, before I get into a room or on a stage, and really how I build up the confidence in order to do this, because I know that a lot of you are really interested in speaking, and so I thought this would be a fun topic. Now, a lot of what I'm sharing today is actually going to be included in a freebie downloadable that I've created for you all, since I know that this is such a hot topic. So all you have to do is go to the show notes and click that link if you want to download download this freebie. I am going to be sharing a lot today and you're probably probably going to want to take a lot of notes. So I just thought, you know what? Let's just create a freebie. It's going to make it a lot easier and that way you have it all in one spot. So if you want to grab that freebie, again, just click the link in the show notes or of course you could head on over to juliesolomon.net slash podcast and click the link to this episode and you can find that freebie in there as well. But without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to unleash the powerful visionary that lives inside you, turning you into an authentic leader who creates influence, impact, and change. Let's get started. Speaking truly is my creative passion and my most beloved form of communication. And it's where I really feel myself being pushed and for my creativity and my artistry to come to life. But it wasn't always this way. I used to be terrified to speak in front of people. I would flub my words. I would always feel like I was going to say something stupid. But it really took years of fine-tuning it, just like with anything. It's like a muscle. Getting yourself uncomfortably comfortable to take that leap. And I'm a firm believer in always going towards the things that scare you the most. And so early on in my career, and I think having a career in PR really helped with this, you know, I would have to speak in front of people and I would have to present things at meetings and I would have to do these things. And then of course, after years and years of having this podcast, it's really helped me hone in on my voice. And I've really found this 
just love for speaking. And so when I decided to take speaking very seriously and actually have it be a part of my business, um, and I wanted to start making money as a speaker, um, I knew that I had to start prepping in a different way and taking it very seriously. So back in 2017, when I started doing this, I started to work with coaches that specialized in speaking and keynote speeches. I started reading books. I would watch other speakers. I would watch the way that they moved, um, their pacing, their talk, everything that I could. I just tried to start to really absorb it all. And then of course, the best way that I learned how to really root in and feel confident on a stage was by doing it. (laughs) And that is really what is going to be that catalyst for you. You can really only learn by doing when it comes to, to something like this. And so when it comes to the speaking that I do now, now when I first started speaking, and I say I started speaking professionally back in 2017, but even if you wanted to back up to 2015, I was you know speaking on panels, or I would speak in workshops, or I would speak at people's masterminds, um, and that all kind of led to the bigger opportunities. Um, but nowadays, I am usually giving 60-minute talks, and they need to be completely off book. It's not like I'm standing behind a teleprompter or I have some kind of, you know, note card or or paper in my hand. And prepping for talks isn't glamorous. (laughs) It requires a different level, I think, of dedication and it really forces me out of my comfort zone because I feel that it is so much easier to do what I am doing right now, which is literally sitting behind my podcast mic and talking. (laughs) But being asked to keynote a conference and to pour into thousands of human beings in person, it just hits different. And it's a quite exhilarating beast. It's not that the nerves ever go away or that, um, you know, you walk on stage feeling completely amazing and like your best, but Doing it more and more does help. And over the years, I have cultivated a lot of tips and tricks that I use to prepare, not only for my speech, but then once I'm in um, a conference or once I'm on stage, what I do. So I'm going to share some of those with you now. And then again, if you want to be able to take this and dive into this in more depth, just click the link in the show notes or go to juliesolomon.net slash podcast and you can download this freebie because everything that I'm about to share is all there. Now, here are the tips. Tip one, you want to give yourself at least a week to memorize your completed talk or more if it takes you longer to memorize things. Now, when I say completed, the talk has already been written, finalized, you know, the structure's there, the the slide deck is done if you have a slide deck. So once all of those pieces are in place, you want to give yourself at least a week, um, maybe even 10 days, depending on what you're doing. Tip number two, you want to give yourself another week to embody the talk. So this is the deeper work and requires more than just memorization. You don't ever want to go on a stage or go in front of someone. I don't care if it's a room of 10 people or a room of 10,000 people and just sit there and list off things in a memory deck. You really want to anticipate what is coming so you can start to move on stage with more of that confidence and ease. Number three, if you can use a slide deck, absolutely do it. This will help with muscle memory and will also help you stay on pace. Plus, it gives the audience a visual and audiences love visuals. So that is kiki. Tip number four, 
If you're standing during a talk, which I actually recommend, now obviously if you're doing a panel, you're usually sitting down, but if you're able at all to stand when you're talking, I also want you to stand while you practice. This is something that I learned from a keynote coach of mine a couple of years ago that really made a difference. Now I have a standing desk. Um, it's by the company Jarvis, or it's called a Jarvis standing desk. I think the company's called I'm looking right now, fully. It's called fully. And so I will move this up and down and it helps me practice by standing. Um, you don't have to have a standing desk if you, you know, you can also always just stand, but I like to stand behind my desk and then kind of move about and give myself a perimeter. So I like to do that. Now, um, if you do have slides, you want to also make sure that you have a pointer at home that way you can practice advancing your slides yourself. Even if the production team that you're going to be speaking at is advancing them for you, or maybe there is no production team, right? Maybe you're speaking at a really small event and you're going to have to handle it all on your own. You advancing your slides at home and practicing with that pointer is going to help also with memory and flow. Now, the pointer that I have is by Logitech. I got it from Amazon, super easy, and it works with PowerPoint or anything that you use. Now, tip number six, you want to make sure that you time your readings when you practice to make sure that you're hitting the timing. You don't ever want to go way over or way under. You also want to make sure that when you do this, you really start to take note of your pacing, of your breathing. Where are you on? Where are you off? Where are you connected to the material? Where are you not connected to the material? Where do you find yourself rushing through something? Where are you taking your time? These are all really important things that the more that you practice and the more that you do this, the better at it you will get. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business for sponsoring the show. Tip number seven, don't just practice your speech from the beginning to the end. Now, this is a, a tip that I also learned from a coach years ago. You also want to practice from the end to the beginning. And what I mean by practice is just kind of reading it over a few times, starting from the end and working your way up from the beginning, because it really, again, helps with that muscle memory and with you kind of absorbing your talk in a different way. Now, tip number eight it doesn't have to be perfect. Just because it may have to be off book doesn't mean that you have to be a robot. This is your story. You were called to share this and to do this. So remember to have fun, to feel it. The message will do the rest, I promise. And a bonus tip for you, 
is if you can work with someone who has successfully done this before, that could be a mentor, that could be a coach, that could even be a friend who has experience in talks and speaking on stages and speeches, because it's going to kick your performance and your story into overdrive. If you have someone that you trust, that you can really bounce this off of, they're going to be able to see things where you can't hear things that you don't. And so I think that's super important. Not only do I have my own coach when I do talks and things like that, but I also love working with my clients on talks. I just had a client yesterday vox me her talk and we did it in sections. So she would vox me so I could hear it since I couldn't be there with her in person. And then I would then vox her back with my feedback and and points there. So it's a really fun way to kind of work together. Now, the other thing that I want to share, and again, this is also on the freebie, is what I call speaker support. When you go to speak on a stage, if it is a big enough production, you are going to have what is called speaker support. You're going to have an AV and production team there that is there to support what it is that you need on stage. So there's specific questions that need to be asked when it comes to your speaker support. Now, no one tells you these things. There's not like a book that I read or anything that like told me that these are the questions that you're supposed to ask. This came from years of trial and error, of failure, of being on stage and then something kind of going away and having to figure it out. And then of course, having my own team of coaches and mentors to help me along the way. So I'm going to give you some of my favorite questions that I love to ask any production or any conference that I'm speaking at to make sure that I'm fully supported. And again, if you want these questions on hand so you don't have to write them all down. You can just download the freebie found in the show notes. So here are some that I'm going to run through. What is the conference theme? You knowing the theme is important. How many seats are in the conference room? What's the audience size? Can I get a schematic of the stage? Now, what a schematic means is a visual layout of the room. You want that so you can get a visual feel of where you're going to be, where the audience is going to be, and how everything is going to work. What is the color backdrop for staging? What is the seating arrangement? How many camera angles? How many screens are part of the backdrop? What color is the stage and backdrop? Will they have monitors to show me my slides that will be advancing? Will there be a Q&A at the end where there'll be a countdown timer? If my clicker breaks, do they have the capability to advance my slides? Will I be entering from backstage, front of the house, or side stage? How many confidence monitors will they have? A confidence monitor is the monitor up at the front that usually has the countdown timer and has your slides. Confidence monitors to me are crucial. I cannot tell you how frustrating it is to speak somewhere, especially if it's a bigger conference and not have those confidence monitors. So to me, that's really a non-negotiable if I'm speaking somewhere pretty, pretty big. And then what, where was I? Yes. Um, you also want to ask what type of mic are they going to be providing? Now, my preference of a mic is called a countryman. I like it. It's the one, it's kind of like the old school Britney Spears mics that, you know, go around your head and they're up by your mouth. That way you don't have to hold anything. Um, if a countryman is not an option, you can also use a lavalier. That would be my second preference. And then, um, that is it for the questions. I know that's a lot. Again, they're going to be on that worksheet if you want to download them, but these are all really good questions that again, if you're speaking somewhere that maybe it's not that big. And so these questions aren't necessary, but if you're starting to go somewhere where they are going to have a bit of a stage, they're going to have lighting, they're going to have things like that. Then those are some really good questions that you can ask. Now I want to bop in really quick with some of my preferences, my speaker preferences. When I do go, um, they will sometimes ask you, 
what it is that you want or need. I am pretty simple. Other, other than that countryman mic that I just mentioned earlier, the only thing that I ask for is a glass of water on stage with no, oh, with a, I'm sorry, a glass of water on stage with a straw no water bottle. So the reason why I don't like to have water bottles on stage is just because visually they don't look that great, especially if you're getting pictures taken. It's like, you look so beautiful. You're on this big stage. And then there's this like gaudy plastic water bottle sitting next to you. So I just like to keep it clean and clear. Just a nice glass of water with a clear straw makes everything seamless. So that's just, you know, the visual branding in me that I can't ever pass away. Um, well, that is it, my friends. That is the ins and outs of what I really find to be useful and helpful when it comes to speaking. I would love to know if you liked this episode. Again, this is a topic that I haven't ever shared before, and there's still so much that I could dive into when it comes to the speaking world. How do you get booked to speak? Um, you know, how does it work? How do you prepare for a speech? All of those things. And so if you did like this episode, this is just kind of like the tip of the iceberg. I would love if you could let me know by leaving a review on the podcast. Not only does that let me know what you're resonating with, but it lets the other listeners know as well. And so I'll be on the lookout for those if you did enjoy this episode and you want to hear more about this. And again, if this is in support of you, all you have to do is download that freebie by clicking the link in the show notes, or you can head over to juliesolomon.net slash podcast to get the freebie there. And with that, said, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. You know that I come back same time, same place every single week. And I have been doing that consistently since 2017, which is just mind boggling to me. So I will be back next week for our six year anniversary episode. It's going to be really special and I can't wait to dive in with you. I'll see you next time. As always, thank you so much for joining me today and every week here on the Influencer Podcast. If you're wanting to dive deeper into the topics and discussions that we have here, I would encourage you to head over to juliesolomon.net and sign up for my weekly newsletter. It is in our amazing newsletter community that we are able to really support you on a much larger scale. And I love to do a ton of amazing things that I send inside your inbox every single week. So just head over to juliesolomon.net. You'll see a little spot there that you can add your information in and you will get on the list and start receiving all all of that good stuff.